0: Okay, you know, you've toe dipped and now how far down the rabbit hole are you gonna go? Anything that leads you away from that dynamic, doesn't matter whether there's a dick or a pussy involved, it's something you have to negotiate and talk about and be open with. Am I one of those women that absolutely needs the submission to live and breathe? Hey everyone. All right. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited actually to do this throwback. It's perfectly timed. It's quite interesting. And I hope you'll appreciate the topic that I picked and, you know, the juxtaposition of where I was then versus where I am now. And, oh, hey, by the way, did you get my email? I finally sent out my first email after... Five years. Woo, I'm so proud of myself. Let me just tell you. Okay, if you have not received an email from me, that means you're not on my subscriber list. And why the hell are you not on my subscriber list? That's a big mistake. Correct it, people. You do not want to move forward without being on my subscriber list because there's lots of good, great content coming. Plus, you know, insider announcements as to my Patreon and also... I'm going to give away the farm here, but special, special pricing for the email list subscribers. I'm going to offer sort of like a soft launch to those, that group and give them just ridiculously low pricing that I won't repeat that. I won't ever actually publish again. And it's not even on Patreon. So if you want to get in on that, you've got to join my subscriber list. And so all you need to do is just go to the thecuriousgirldiaries.com right there on the front page. It just says, you know, subscribe, now for additional content. Honestly, back then when I set that thing up, I had no idea what I was talking about would be additional content. <laughs> Took me five years to figure it out, but here we are. It's going to be worth the wait. All right. Trust me on that. Okay. Anyway, I want to start off this uh, throwback episode. It's going to mesh in well. I got this wonderful ask from um, someone that's in my podcast or in my text group let me give you that right now. I'll read that to you and I'm going to answer it. But before I do, if you're not in my text group, you should join that too. Because again, kind of the the perks and bennies are going out to the subscriber list and the bot and the texting group. If you're not in there, don't piss, moan, cry and complain when the regular pricing comes out and you're like, oh damn, I wish I would have uh, subscribed. It won't be repeated. And I mean it like I'm if you if you've listened to me long enough, you know, I'm a woman of my word. Okay, so uh, the texting group is super easy to subscribe to. It's 415-997-0957. You'll get a little link. uh, First of all, I'll I'll just respond to you really fast. You'll, You'll get an auto responder V card. That's just me. You know, so you can add me to your contacts. But so I can add you to my contacts. I send you a link. And then you respond to that and then boop, we're all good. Okay. And again, no sharing of information. It's nothing scary. Don't worry about it. I'm not, you know, I keep, I hoard you guys. Like you are so precious to me. Trust me, I wouldn't give you out to anybody. They could waterboard me, people. Like you are mine. Okay. So I got this great question and, and this is a gal and I just, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm biased to the comments that come in from the women. Sorry. I love the female responses and engagement, and I will just call, so this, she's in my uh, text group, and I will call her SH. So she says, hi, I've been listening to your podcast religiously, and it's really been such an eye-opening experience. Thank you so much for making them. How do I talk to my casual BDSM guy about me exploring fun with a woman? to turn him on. Is it still a turn on if the guy isn't there? And how do you tell him all about it? All right. I love this question. So I asked her a couple actually qualifying questions because she said casual BDSM guy. And so I was just kind of wondering what that was about. And she kind of qualified for that, that for me. And, you know, let me, I I told her I was going to, I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm going to answer this on, I'm going to answer this on a live podcast. Okay. So first of all, I want you, S.H., go back. There's an interesting, I'm referencing a a specific podcast that I did with Cowboy N, and I think it was December, I want to say December 2019. If I'm wrong, I'll text you individually and let you know. But it sort of ties in because it's really great to, I think, for women to hear or submissives to hear about how their dominants feel about this and it's different than you might think because we think that we naturally as women think if anything we do that we're proposing outside of the context of our dynamic or relationship with a, with a man that involves another woman that's going to be an instant turn on an instant hit and i know that and, and it is it is but there's a underlying thing that needs to be addressed and I think Cowboy really hits on that really well. And for me, it was kind of shocking to hear It was the first time I'd ever heard it because he and I were discussing, you know, hey, what if we bring in a third and then which, uh, but the, if we bring in a third, but that also could lead to me having additional relations with this woman without him around and how that all kind of plays in to a BDSM dynamic. Now, SH, I know you've said that you have a kind of a casual BDSM dynamic, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know what that is. What is a casual BDSM dynamic? Cuz quite frankly, the way my mind breaks it down and this is no this isn't to say anything about what you're doing, but in my mind a cat, you know, there's there's you are in a BDSM dynamic or you are role playing. So, you know, you're kind of like, which lane are you in? Are you role playing? Or are you in a casual BDSM dynamic? Well, I'm sorry. Are you, you're role playing, which to me is a casual BDSM dynamic. That's sort of like under the same umbrella, meaning that's not really your true dominant. It changes and it's different when, when it's with a true dominant. And that's why I actually am doing the throw. I'm actually, SH, I want to thank you so much because I'm doing this throwback episode really around where you might be with this person and where I was and hopefully to help others. It's just in the very beginning, like, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I thought I was sort of role playing. And so it's, it'll be, it'll be interesting when you hear this, this episode, which is, I'll tell you what year it was and when it was, but it's kind of The context that I think it'll define for you will be helpful. So I actually like, I really, you know, seriously guys, when you write into me, like I just, I'm doing this whole episode really around her question because it's so interesting to me and I hope that I can shed some light on it or, you know, at least give some insight. You know, you might, you might say, oh, I don't agree with that. And that's not where I'm at. Or you may go, damn, that's exactly where I'm at. so. SH to answer your question, I think any guy is gonna naturally be excited, curious, turned on by the fact that you want to be with a woman. However, there if if they really care about you, there is a potential that and it's not indicative of it's not indicative of their level of caring or not caring. But you know, when they do really care about you, if you're if they're your dominant and you're their submissive, anything that leads you away from that dynamic doesn't matter whether there's a dick or a pussy involved it's something you have to negotiate and talk about and be open with and and respectful of whatever his whatever his response to it is cuz you know you just don't know i was surprised to hear years later very many years later from my dominant that Yes. Of course, you know, all the, does this check all the boxes? It's hot, steamy. Check, check, check. Yes, yes, yes. But there's a different level when you're, there's a different level of concern and things to talk about and consider when you're in a dominant, submissive dynamic with someone. What I mean is, you know, you're not just doing the role play. You are, it's the two of you, you are committed to that, you don't play with another dominant and he doesn't play with another submissive. That's the respect level that you're giving. So it changes things. Anyway, I hope that's helpful. I hope that answers your question. Like I said, I'm giving you some resources. Go back to that episode. I, like I said, if I don't get it right, I believe it's somewhere around December of 2019. It was before all the COVID stuff happened. So I was. we had that talk, we did a podcast And he does say, you know, he starts to talk about how inviting another woman in is what that means to, or potentially could mean to a dominant or even just a man in a regular relationship. So I really, I think his perspective is quite interesting and fascinating and you might want to listen to it. I think you'll get a lot out of it. Okay. Now, as far as this episode, this episode, this throwback episode, this was released on Uh, 7-13 of 2017, and this was BDSM, My New Happy Place. This is so interesting and fascinating to listen to because, oh my gosh, let me just tell you, I cannot say enough about the value and the benefit of what recording and preserving my thoughts and ideas and experiences were at the time as I've done this sexual road trip. I mean, I can go back and listen to this and you can too. And you can go, whoa, what a difference between then and now. And it is, it's huge. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I mean, striking, but the beauty of it is you get to see the evolution and how everything unfolds and how I'm just totally honest, like where I'm at in that moment with my mindset. I mean, I don't hold back. That's the one thing about me, guys. I don't have a filter. Sometimes I step my foot in it and I say the completely wrong thing, but that's okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid of that. I just love that I'm able to go back and really, really see where I was at in these moments and just go, holy shit. Like, look at what, I had no idea what was coming and what was unfolding, but it's interesting to hear myself retrospectively and how you know, I was handling that and processing that. That teaches me a lot. So if you guys aren't willing to do, you know, everybody should be doing these sexual road trips. Like I said, I've got something coming out very, very soon. That's going to help you. Like if you want to create a bucket list and document it, I want a whole fucking nation of people doing that because the information that you get out of it, that you think it's just about your sexuality. It's so much more than that, guys. It's so much deeper, so much deeper. But I know the hot, sexy, fun stuff is hot. Trust me, it is. You'll get the full gamma. You get the hot, sexy, fun stuff and you get to evolve and learn and just really realize some major light bulb moments about yourself. So anyway, I think that that kind of covers it. I, I don't think I need to lead. I don't think I need to give any more away. Without further ado, here's the episode BDSM my happy place. All right. And please give me your feedback when you're done. So I wanted to talk about this time, um, what I'm really loving about BDSM and it's weird when I even just when I even use that term. I kind of go, Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute now. Um, am I really like in that realm? What I would say about myself right now is, you know, I've got, I've done a few things, but I, I really consider myself still very much a newbie. Like I've gotten a little training wheels on and what I really know about this whole culture and just everything about it. And really even what I've even experienced about it, you know, you can put that on a pinhead. So, you know, when I sit here and talk about it, I'm certainly not trying to in any way say that I have much of a fucking clue about it yet, but I'm finding my way to it and through it and really enjoying it. Shockingly, I have to say, um, you know, as it was a bucket list item to just kind of try it out, right? Basically just kind of be dominated. I didn't have a clear boundary on that, but, you know, it was probably initially a pretty mild statement. Um, And now I really enjoy the aspects of it that I've been able to experience so far, and it's I'm finding, again, quite surprising. Did not see that one coming. Um, I'm doing this podcast because a couple reasons. I get all these questions about, you know, the BDSM and, the, you know, and, and follow-ups to the Can I Be Submissive podcast. And uh, instead of just, I thought, you know, this is really a subject matter that I could just do one whole session on. And I could probably honestly talk about it for a long time, but um, I'd probably be getting a little sidetracked and offline. I mean, like there's so many different ways to go on this. Like there's all these different little aspects, but I'm going to try to keep it as just general and as I can. Um, And like I said, again, it's just my experience. I'm not in any way, shape or form trying to say that I have some, you know, I have, I have no authority in this, in this realm. I'm just, you know, this is just what I'm experiencing right now. And, um, like I said, I'm quite surprised by it when I first started. Down this road and wanted, you know, put it on my bucket list. You know, I spoke to so many guys that said, Oh, yeah, I can do that. You know, I can do that with you. But it was interesting because they were, in my opinion, jerks. You know, I mean, there was just something about them that rubbed me the wrong way. They came straight out of the gate. With a full kind of frontal assault, and you know, not really realizing who I was, you know, and I'm, this is I'm, you know, I told you, I said, hey, I'm new to this, you know, I just I'm, I really would like somebody experienced to kind of help me, um, help me have some have some fun with it, really, right? I mean, it was just kind of lighthearted. I didn't set the expectation too high. But, you know, these guys came right out of the gate. And I'll tell you what, not even knowing anything about this culture, this little subculture here, this whole BDSM world, I knew enough to know these guys are fucking morons. I mean, they were just wingnuts. And there's no way in heck that I would ever submit to them, you know I mean? at the time I really didn't know the full extent of what that would mean to me or entail but you know I just was like no no way who the fuck do you think you're talking to I mean really that was my attitude I'm like oh really yeah right yeah get in line jackass (laughs) there's a whole line over there of ding-dongs that that's the reject line over there get in it (laughs) so anyway um yeah, it was it was interesting I was and it, and it kind of did turn me off to it a little bit and I thought okay maybe this was just you know this thought this idea this concept of you know trying to experience this is just probably totally not for me because if it's anything like these guys and what they're representing there's no fucking way and eventually you know I did find someone that um I guess, had just the right, could finesse it, had the right way to do it, Um, you know, were, not that I don't feel um, challenged, not that, you know, not that I, Not it's just different, it was different, it was, um, you know, it was more, it was more, I guess, a relaxed approach. There wasn't, you know, initially, like, This is what I'm going to, you know, it just, it wasn't an asshole approach. I'm not sure how else to describe it because again, you know, being new to it, this is all, uh, everything is a new experience, a new day, something different and fascinating. So, um, at any rate, um, obviously I did jump in and as Most of you that follow this, the blog and the podcast know, like I did have some struggles initially with the whole being submissive and not that I still don't struggle with it. I actually, I do a lot and more and I think, but, but the, but the, the cause of it's different now, you know, it's more just, um, it's more just kind of going, okay, you know, you've, toe-dipped, and now how far down the rabbit hole are you going to go? And you can go really far. I don't... You know, there's a part of me that wants to, but then there's another part of me that believes, I cannot fucking do that. (laughs) Like, how open and free can I let my mind be? Like, how... Or how, and also how, mm, how influenced by somebody else can I let my self and my mind be? Because really, that's what it takes. But on that note, what I can say that I like about it, and what I've experienced, is the whole. It's interesting because the whole submissive thing it really is another way this may sound strange but follow me on this it almost is another way for me to be satisfied as a dominant woman because there's times when as a dominant woman you know i want to stop fucking making decisions i don't want to i want my mind shut off like my mind goes and goes and goes. It's constantly problem solving. I'm always working on something. I'll wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and, and be on like where my mind is rolling and I, I have to actually get up and start taking down some notes or, you know, because something's coming to me that I'm, you know, I'm working on at the time and it's strange, but you know, I think, I think a lot of entrepreneurial people and You know, business minds will relate to this. And this is not even carving out what I am and who I am outside of my business life. There's all, you know, of course, there's other responsibilities too. So, you know, it, the, what the, for me, what this, you know, submissive role allows me to do is to sort of escape that and to, uh, be calm and present and not evaluating every single thing, action, feeling, statement that's coming my way. You know, I don't have my brain's not like registering everything and then evaluating it and then trying to make a, you know, make a fast decision about it. So what happens is I get to just kind of turn all that off. And everything coming in is pleasurable. Sometimes it's, I'm hyper-stimulated. Most of the time I am hyper-stimulated. But it's amazing because I think what that hyper-stimulation does is it just, that's what shuts everything off. It's just, you know that and the other person kind of directing you in a certain way. And you're just, you know, really for me, for the first time in maybe my life, I'm a, I'm in that moment. I'm, it's going to be hard for me to say, I'm going to say the F word, not the F word we're all thinking about, but I'm a follower. (laughs) Yes, I'm a follower, not a leader, but a follower. (laughs) And, um, shockingly, I like it. It's like this really nice. It's the way you feel when you exhale. And you're just, you know, you don't have to fucking think about a goddamn thing anymore. And who knew that I would find that. through a sex act, you know, I mean, it's very, it's very surprising. Um, There's certainly times, and, you know, there's certainly times in other types of sexual acts that I do can get lost in the moment. And that's great. You know, and that's what's part, that's part of what's really fun about sex. But the interesting thing is that this pretty much every time does that for me. Because there's so much, there's just too many other things, just your basic sensory things that you have to focus on and be aware of. You know, it's kind of a, you know, a primal mode. There's no, you know, there's no time or allowance for the, other bullshit that your mind's kind of contemplating to sneak in. And for me to find a way to sort of turn that off is pretty, you know, amazing. I can do that with yoga. I can do that with my yoga. But, you know, to be able to do that while you're in the middle of a sex act is pretty fucking hot for me <laughs> for me like please if you can shut my mind off like I, uh, I will be forever grateful <laughs> and and so um it's just funny because you know so many people have you know written in and said you know after listening just kind of to you know where they get little they get a they start to get a feel for me and they're telling me like no you know I I, I mean but I've had more than one person, more than five, you know, I mean, I don't even know how many. I mean just I've read a lot of emails saying, Hey, I don't think you can do this. I don't think this is for you. And I can understand why on the surface that's a belief. Fuck, I didn't think this was for me either. Trust me, I just thought this was, I thought this was going to be, this is the most surprising because I thought this is a bucket list item. I will check it off the list and say, been there, done that, great. It was fun. Here was, This was my little experience with it. But what I'm finding is it's more for me than I realized. And now that I'm uncovering that, it's just interesting. Like, Still, I mean, I won't say, you know, am I am I one of those women that absolutely needs the submission to live and breathe? No, no, but I'm, I'm, and I, but I think that could be somebody that's been in it longer. I mean, I'm, I'm just starting out. I'm so open to it right now. It's really interesting because again, there's not, you know, at this point in my life, there's not many things that come along that hit me that show me something different about myself. I'm so, you know, what do you want to call it, set in my ways. So I can't really tell you the last time something came along that really made me go, whoa, hey, there's a whole different Avenue here for you to explore. And there's a whole nother side of you that's there that you weren't touching on. And I really think that it's, it does go hand in hand with being a dominant woman that, you know, naturally there's times where you just want to give that up. You're like, fuck, I don't want to make another fucking decision. I don't want to think about another business idea, concept, problem, what's going on over here, what's going on at that, you know, that place. I just want to, I just want to shut it off. I just want to be me, me without all that. And what, what I think that this is helping me see, as odd as it sounds, is sort of me without all that. Because that has kind of taken over my life that's taken over my life since I was 20 you know I mean literally my early 20s I've just been a go-getter work focused and and there's nothing wrong with that but this kind of allows me this is giving me the way to sort of separate myself from out from that and just you know and there's very few times where I can say that I've been able to do that, you know, really just kind of exhale and sort of be uh, me, I guess, if you will, Um, without, you know, just divide, just separate, just really get a clear divider on, you know, that is that, and this is you, this is the who of who you are. And so again, I mean, who would have thought that this would help me kind of see that, or give me some clarification on that, and provide me, you know, with a means to do that. But it has, and I totally dig it. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> um, you know, and and how do I rectify that? I'm head like, you know, it's like, am I a submissive? Am I submissive now? I mean. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I still, there's so much like, and where are my boundaries? My, where are my actual boundaries and how far can I go with this? I don't know, but I'm going to keep exploring that. And, um, you know, and that's why I like it again. It's something new. It's something that where I'm like, Holy shit, you know, please, somebody, somebody bend my mind, twist my brain because it, you know, it doesn't happen anymore for me where I just get, you know, totally blown away by something new and that gives me, provides me with a different perspective. For the most part, everything's so predictable. It's just, it's so routine. And, you know, I'm just talking about pretty much, I'm talking about business because that's such a huge focus for me. But, you know, this helps me shut that off and separate it. And, and then also when, because I'm able to do that, you know, I'm just able to sort of see that differently. And then also see these other aspects of myself differently. And the, you know, the one main aspect that's, uh, I'm embracing more, but I'm, I'm embracing it more, but I still struggle with it. It, it is that, I mean, you know, it is really being submissive. That's a huge jump for me. I actually kind of feel like I should get a freaking gold star, like have a little pat on the back, because for me to actually, you know, go there, it's like, holy shit. I mean, if you knew me and saw me in action on a daily basis, you would think, no, there's no way she cannot do that. That's not how she's wired. And I'm finding out that, you know, my wiring is might be a little different than I thought, or I could be rewired. <laughs> I get a rewire. Um, yeah. You know, and the um, that like the, really the, you know, it's funny that it's the one thing I fear the most, but the one thing I want the most is that I fear the most giving up control like not being in control seriously that is my scary place that is my if I can't control shit or or think that I'm controlling shit then you know then the wheels are coming off the bus you know I'm f- having you know I'm irritated and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking dig in until. I get shit straightened out. It's back on track the way I want it to go. And the total, you know, opposite end of that is this, you know, giving up control, which, you know, I find taking control and just jumping in and fixing and making it go the way I want, that's a source of relief. But also it's interesting that the giving up the control that completely on the other end of the spectrum that the giving up of this control is kind of provides me with the same relief almost even more so I hate to say it, but yeah, it's, I mean even more so because I'm not thinking I don't have to fucking do anything. I mean, you know, I just go along with the program, right? Tell me what to do. What? Well, <laughs> Which again, you know I mean you if I could I don't know if I can impress enough upon the fact that what's so odd for me is that I am on that I have gone to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and that I'm liking it and finding that enjoyable and okay, where normally. This is just not okay. It's not, you know, on any level, it's not okay. But on this level, you know, on the in a sexual way, I can do it. I don't know. Like I said, maybe this is maybe this is something like I need to find a counselor. (laughs) Maybe I've got a split personality. I'm not sure, but um, that's right now. That's the that is just as about raw and true as I can get with it. Um, I, like I said, I'm really looking forward to continuing to go down the rabbit hole and see, you know, where my limits are and how far I can take this. I know that it's not going to be a, for me, I know it won't be a fast process. I pretty much fight, kick and scream, like run the other way the whole time. And, you know, and, and I have to have my little fits and then I sort of relax into it, but it doesn't come naturally where I just go, okay, I'll just, yeah, I'll just do this. No, I mean, I, you know, I, I have to have this, you know, mental, all this mental masturbation going on, all, you know, all the, all this uh, head talk and shit like that. It, I have to process it. (laughs) I still have to, you know, do my, do what I normally do with it. But it's interesting that again, you know, I'm, I still am able to kind of let myself creep over to the opposite end of the spectrum, which, um, which for me has, like I said, been just the biggest, you know, kind of, I don't know if you want to say game changer, just the biggest different experience, most revealing experience that showed me something about myself that I've had. I mean, shit, I can't, I can't tell you how many, how long that's been. So, um, so for that, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm grateful. I'm amazed and um I'm glad I I'm glad I waited and sort of, you know, the right person came along to kind of sort of start me down go, going down that road because I easily could have been just turned off and said fuck this, it's not for me, you know, these I can't deal with people like this. Um, you know, and not realizing that those guys were really just um control freak jackasses I mean I don't know how else to put it but um yeah I can't I mean I, I believe me, I could do a whole nother podcast on just the things that they hit me with and what they said and you know it was just like Jesus does anybody fucking go for that I mean <laughs> I don't know so um yeah I you know I'm really like I start with. There's a book that I read when I was in um, college. It's called "Starting with No," and it's just a business negotiation book. And so I start. Everything starts with no. It literally does. I know I no. I know I can't do that. You know, and it's just like nope, no, 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 no. So and it's really. I think no is my favorite word, but um, so I always come straight out of out of the gate with that. And it kind of takes somebody who's, like, a handler, like, uh, you know, just somebody who can be, can see past that (laughs) stubborn, stubborn standpoint, and then just be like, you know, like, they hear what I say, and they're not disrespecting it, but they're also not, you know, betting the whole farm on that either they're like okay you know well we'll see you know it's kind of like all right you know but they don't but they don't say that to me because if you say that you're not taking me at my word (laughs) we're gonna have problems then I'm gonna dig in just to prove you wrong but um anyway so yes I again I'm surprisingly really really um fascinated and titillated, um, by this new, this whole new little sexual avenue that I have found and been exploring. And it's probably the, really the biggest, uh, milestone, uh, thing to come out of, you know, this whole, my whole, this whole year of, you know, of sex, of being sexual and, you know, being on my sexual road trip. I mean, it really is the this is gonna, this is the standout. so um, yeah, there you have it. All right, well, as usual, uh, questions or comments. Please send those to Curious Girl at the com. All right, so <laughs> what did you think of that? That was like, guys, that's the start and death of my level 10 absolute need for control. Somebody came in to my world unexpectedly, under the guise of just a casual sex partner, and they fucking blew that up, like annihilated it. And what I didn't realize at the time is that not only was I losing the battle, but I was losing the war that war on that need for all that control and just, you know, who I thought I was and I'm a woman and, you know, crazy, absolutely crazy. Now that wasn't evident to me yet. I didn't see that. That's why I'm going back and listening to this is so fascinating. I had no idea what was coming. I love the fact that I have no idea that was com- what was coming. I love that I can reference this stuff and listen to it and just be like, oh my gosh, you know, roll the clock forward five years. Here we go. Boom. Shit has changed, but it's so powerful to to be able to document it in this way. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll have to say, you know, honestly that, letting go of that part of me, you know, and how I slowly was being led to it and got to experience it in a feel good way. And I was with somebody that was, didn't cram it down my throat. I mean, they actually knew the steps to take. They were paying attention and they were mindful. That's how I didn't want to fight that battle anymore. That's how I, you know, like, gave up the war and like, shit, the benefits of, you know, everything that I get to feel when I'm giving up all that control is so much more. It just actually it was I don't want to say that it was like I gave up one for the other. I just actually got to realize that the benefits and the the way I felt as a woman was amazing when I could take all that heaviness and that weight off me and let someone else lead. And it's so hard to do, but it felt great. I loved every second of it. I, you know, I mean, and it made it easier actually to go out in my life and actually kind of understand and differentiate the difference between my my soft feminine energy, and then my, the ma- you know, the masculine energy. Well, the soft feminine energy is just as strong as, ma- you know, like male energy. It's just applied differently. It really is. I mean, you know, that's why they call BDSM a power exchange. And it really is. It's a power exchange. But it doesn't say a power inequity. It's an exchange. So if there's 100% power to be exchanged, what percentage of that are you getting? 50%, you can have 50% being in your masculine energy or you can have 50, 50% really being your soft feminine energy. And I enjoy the power that, you know, feminine power in a soft feminine role rather than me trying to wear a masculine role and put that out there. I mean, I can't do it. I've done it for a long time, but I quite frankly, I'm ready. I just like, I just... You know, when I hit this point and someone started showing me something different, I just realized, like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm ready to, like, put that down. Like, okay, you can conquer this hill. Like, take the fort. It's yours, baby. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, I just, I had like I said, I had no idea how great it would feel to let someone else lead. And then from there, the depths, I would go with it. And... It's been it's been a wild ride, an interesting journey, and one I have absolutely no regrets about. And I am a proponent of anybody who wants to do that to do it. It really just you know, whether I don't care whether you're male or female. I mean, just if you have the opportunity to to explore being submissive, do it because it's not a loss of power, which is the common perception. It's, there's so much strength in it. And I would actually say that, you know, again, because it's about, it's permission-based and and the submissive is the one that gives the permission. It's absolutely equal, if not 51%, 49% to the dominant, 49 to the dominant. Just my opinion. So anyway, I just, again, I wanna to say to everybody, if you wanna get out there and explore, if there's kinks, things like, things you just wanted to try, you've never tried, you've gotta do it. My favorite, you know, what am I, honestly, my favorite, favorite, if I had to pick a favorite business mentor, which there's so, so many, it's hard to do, but my very first, the, the, the man that just spoke to me the most is Jim Rohn. And I wish he was still here, but his teachings are so spot on and still practical for for, to be applied in your business life and your personal life. But, you know, the one thing, the one thing that I always applied business-wise from Jim Rohn, and I kept it fresh in my mind, fresh in my mind all the time, was stay a student of the game. That's what Jim Rohn said, stay a student of the game. And so I did business-wise, always learning, always open. You gotta be receptive. Can't go through the front door. You know, you go through the window. I mean, just like, boom, 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 keep going. And, and and stay open-minded, that was the thing. Like, you know, and I don't know why it took me so long to actually kind of say, I'm gonna apply that to my sex life. I'm gonna stay a student of the game when it comes to my sex life sex life. I'm not going to assume I know everything. I'm going to stop trying to be like, I don't like this. I don't like that. I still do it to some extent, but I'm also actually more self aware that I, when I do it, I can say, yeah, I might say that now, but I've said that before and you know, things have changed. So it's a really, really valuable approach to how you can view your sex life and how you cannot be so stubborn and close-minded because I find that when it comes to sex, so many people are. So I hope that you're listening and this resonates with you and you're saying, yes, absolutely. I want to be, be a sex explorer, <laughs> Not to use a generic, you know, kind of like funny little term, but you got to, you got to be the captain of your own sex exploration, right? Because if you're not, then you're not, and shit's not happening, and you're not learning, and you're not evolving, and you're not appreciating appreciating that side of yourself, which is so important. So, anyway, all right, guys. Well, uh, stay tuned. I'm super excited about this year, about the interviews that I have, the the content that that I'm putting out, whether it's on. Um, you know, Patreon or just the new, you know, the, the new way I'm sort of taking the, the podcast. It's gonna be very fun. I'm kicking on all cylinders this year. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I feel like 2020 was just, God, it was hard. It was hard for me personally with just, actually if we followed the podcast, just everybody had a hard time even seeing seeing each other and being social. And then, you know, if you if you went through a breakup in 2020, like I did, it was just like, it was just compounded. Everything compounded. So I'm open-minded, open book, blank slate, you know, ready to move forward. And uh, this year is gonna be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. All right, thanks guys. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at